as business owners, one of the things we hear is, what is your SOP? Not somebody calling you an SOB, <laughs> but what is your SOP? What is your standard operating procedure? SOPs are incredibly important in any business you do because you need to understand how are you going to deliver the service and the product you are promising your client. If you don't have an SOP, anything you do could be a huge, huge misstep or a misfire in your business. So today we will talk about what is an SOP, why are they so important, benefits of having one, how to create one, and then how to implement it. So grab some coffee, grab your popcorn, grab some water, and a notepad to write down everything that's coming up about creating SOPs. Welcome to the Brand Builder Podcast. I'm your host, Amir Tabrizi. I'm a side hustle digital marketer turned agency owner who has managed over $2 billion in marketing budgets. I'm obsessed with the brand building process through video content, social media, and all things organic, leveraging search engine optimization and the power of Google. Every week here on the Brand Builder Podcast, we dive deep into the dynamic realm of digital marketing, unveiling the tools, strategies, and insights that can empower your brand in today's digital-centric world. Not just go over some quick hacks and tricks that will yield you no long-term growth. Whether you're a startup looking to make a splash or an established brand aspiring to reach new heights, our podcast is here to illuminate the path towards your success. So stay tuned to my workshop-style solo shows with the occasional in-depth interviews with industry experts. We don't just talk about digital marketing. We decode it, demystify it, and help you leverage it for your brand's growth. So stay tuned into Brand Builders Podcast and embark on your journey towards becoming a titan in the digital marketing arena. Welcome back to another episode of the Brand Builder Podcast. I'm your host, Amir Tabrizi, and we are joined, as you guys heard last episode, and we will be joined by Robert Garcia, who is our new co-host. Again, we're going to try to bring you this episode in video format as well. So if you just don't want to hear us, you want to, you know, see my messy hair and Robert's nice shirt, you guys can, you know, roll on to our YouTube channel and uh, click the link on any other podcast stuff to get to see the video of it. It's nice, man. I mean, you you got the little logo behind us and so on and so forth. But hey, let's 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 go into why we're here. So, Robert, thanks for joining us again. Thank you for inviting me. Now yeah. making it three, four shows in a row. So I guess your that's, counter, a good, that's a good thing. Yeah, your counter is just going to keep going up. So get used to that. That's good. So. You've created a few SOPs in your life, <laughs> and I'm sure a few times somebody's called you an SOB too. So, you know, I whatever know. it is, what it is, you'll figure it out. Um, so I'm going to have you focus on a few of a uh, few of the topics, right? So we have like five or six things we'll talk about. But I think for you, uh, Robert, I would like your perspective on, you know, how to write it and kind of how to implement it, because I think those are those are some huge key uh key steps in anything we do with SOPs. So what is an SOP? An SOP is a standard operating procedure. Essentially, it's a document, processes and descriptions on how to complete a simple, uh, you know, specified task or process within your business. <clears throat> Excuse me. So SOPs can be used for any type of task from simple tasks like answering the phone to complex tasks like manufacturing a product, right? Like so it could be literally when a phone call comes in, this is what we're going to do. We are going to pick up the phone. We're going to use this script. And when a lead comes in, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, right? So 
essentially what happens when somebody engages with your company. So why are SOPs important? We'll get your thoughts on this. SOPs are important for a number of reasons. They can help to improve efficiency and consistency. They can reduce errors and mistakes. They can improve training and onboarding, which is, I think, a huge thing for anybody who's looking to bring anybody on. Like, how are you going to onboard your people? If it's you doing it, it can take up a lot of time. It can also be a reduction of stress and overwhelm. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. It reduces your stress. It doesn't. It, you have a plan. You don't have to freak out when you get that Friday six thirty call. And then I think it can improve. It can improve your compliance and regulations. You know, we don't mm -hmm. want to be you know misstepping on compliance and regulations. So, as someone who's done a lot of SOPs, what are some important uh, key factors when it comes to creating an SOP, and why are SOPs so important? Uh Great question. Thank you again, everybody, for um, allowing me the opportunity to come back. Uh, yeah, you know, SOPs, I've created several of them in, in, uh, in so many ways. And I will tell you, sometimes the first one you create is not going to be the final version of your SOP. SOP is one of those things that are subject to changes depending on market conditions, productions, legal compliance, requirements, and growth of the company, uh, reduction of, of uh, employees, and, and so on. Mm -hmm. But the, the reality is, let, let's put it like this. SOP, it's a fancy word for, for a way to say, for a protocol, for a protocol that provides consistency for habits. And it mm -hmm. goes back to what it is, a habit. Um, I read this book, which is called Atomic Habits. Highly, highly recommend you guys read this book. And it is also, they have like a once a week email newsletter with some thoughts. And one of the things I really like is that the, the, the most important thing about the protocols that you put in place is that are going to give you freedom. And I says, well, wait, 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 wait. how are they going to give me freedom uh, that those couple of things? Well, they give you freedom because they allow you to put things in perspective. They mm -hmm. allow you to grow. They allow you to do things. And I was looking here for a quote from that, uh, the Atomic Habits. Uh, this is something that just came in an email recently and I shared with someone that uh, used to be my coach. Uh, it says, goals are for people who care about winning once. Systems or protocols or SLPs are for people who care about winning every day. Or, re mm. or repeatedly. So with that alone, it just it's just a, it's a sense of freedom. But now let's understand that there are people that are born to do things within the protocols and there are free spirits that don't like to do things with that. It works for everybody. The thing is like you know how to do it. I'll give you some of the benefits right now uh, that just simple bullet here says improves your flow and consistency. So let's just go back to that example. So this is a real estate individual or a team or a broker, and a phone call comes in from someone that it's just right outside of 123 Main Street, and this person wants to know the price, right? If you would be under, you know, someone with no strategies, no SOPs in place, yeah, 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 the price is $300,000. Oh, and the other person, okay, thank you, goodbye, boom, that's it, right? But you're, the idea is, if you are in sales, is how can I help this person, right? So the, 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 the immediate thing is, says, first of all, 
if the person that answers the phone is the qualified to talk with the person that's on the other hand. That's a first SOP right there. Is this person is just a bridge or is this person the one that is going to talk with this person? Let's say this person is the qualified to talk to the person on the other hand. Now, on the other end, now you have to now understand you know, how are you going to approach that other other person? Are you going to only give a price and not ask for anything? So there's where you want to say, like, you know, one thing will tell the, the agents when I've learned and I've trained others, they said, hey, in case we we get disconnected, what's the best number to reach you back in case? Okay, no one is not salesy, it's not threatening. It is true. You can get disconnected. Right. So you can say, yeah, sure, call me this way. Okay, excellent. That's fine. And are you like, how did you find out about the property? Oh, I was just driving by. Oh, okay, no problem. Look, good. Okay. So let me unpull here the information. And while I'm pulling the information, how long have you been looking for a house? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you know, been looking for the last three months or, you know, the year. And okay, great. Have you written any offers with somebody before? No, no, we haven't. We just started the process. We don't even know if we want to buy a house, right? So you start to uncovering certain things that can actually give you, but that's a, that's an SO. Those, what kind of questions are you gonna ask? Uh, if they come, if they say, "Well, I don't, I don't want to tell you anything about. It. I just, need, I just, you know, want the the, the price of, of the house." Well, that's another SOP right there. Okay, the lead said didn't answer my first question. Now, you know, what do I do? Those things, and so you got to get those things. So that gives you freedom. That gives you consistency. Um, increases productivity. That's another mm -hmm. benefit of having something like that. Um, improves brand loyalty that goes exactly to mr brand ambassador right <laughs> next to me right here right uh it helps you meet legal uh and uh compliance and legal you know guidelines um avoid knowledge loss right so those are like the things that you really come to an sop right because many times when somebody will come to me and say well you know this process is not working rather than me reinventing the process I'll just isolate the problem and say, okay, so what? What's what's the part of the, that process that is not working? And then I have to think as a, as a somebody that creates processes, it's it a user error or is it a process error? Like mm -hmm. I gotta evaluate that, right? Because sometimes I say, well, I've been pre pressing the button to print and it's not printing. Well, you were never connected to the Wi-Fi, right? So <laughs> how can you print if you're not connected to the Wi-Fi? Reset Wi -Fi? it. Reset it. <laughs> so so those kind of things that really really gives you. Um, the freedom to do things. I don't yeah. know if, I mean, I know it's a very loaded answer, but that's just how I, mean, I it's, see it. It's a loaded topic, right? I mean, we're not talking about a topic that's simple. We're talking about a topic that is so loaded and can be taken, again, like I said, from a simple task of like what happens when a lead comes in to, uh, you know, what do we do? Or I'm sorry, it's a simple task of like, hey, you know, these are the steps we need to take to have this event or as, as complicated as when a lead comes in, what do we do? But I think the... The proof is in the pudding when you when you specifically talk about the consistency of if you want to win every single day or every single week or every single month, you can't just have a goal. Like your goal cannot. Sure, your goal can be, hey, listen, I would like to do you know twenty deals at the end of the year, right? Like that's cool. That's a great goal to have. That's a great way to set up your business and think about, okay, this is what I want to do and this is how I want to get there. But your SOP is your 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 commandments. Like, what are you going to do every morning when I wake up and do X, Y, and Z? These are the things that go into it. These are the reasons why I do it, right? So, you know, it's just, it's just part of what you do every day. And so you build your SOP into your life and you make sure that the productivity and the efficiency increases, right? So those are, I think those are definitely things. You can also, I think one of the, mis one of the things we don't look at is like how much of, the mistakes and errors you can reduce by following something that has worked, right? So if 
every single lead that comes in and you as a solopreneur, entrepreneur, small business owner, whether it's you, whether it's your sales team, like if you're taking that phone call and you're asking different questions every single sales call, there's no way you can have consistency in your business. How are you going to close? Like one of the things we believe in at the, as the agency is to call close. The first call is me getting to know you, your pain point. What is it that you're trying to solve? And one of the questions we ask is what's your budget? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. Our SOP says if the answer is, well, I'm not going to tell you because you're going to charge me more. Or the SOP says if the response to what's your budget or how much are you looking to spend is, well, it just depends on what you send to me. We stop the conversation there and say, listen, Mr. and Mrs. Business Owner, here's the deal. This will only work if you and I are transparent with each other. Mm-hmm. My prices are set mm-hmm. because it's a product and it's a service I'm giving you. It doesn't mean that just because your budget is $1,000 a month or $10,000, doesn't mean I'm going to charge you more. It's just going to mean this is how we're going to scale you faster. Mm-hmm. right? So that's an SOP. Before we created this SOP, it was somebody would say, well, you know, I don't know yet. We'd say, well, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. We'll put our plan together and we'll bring it to you. We bring them a plan. Their budget is two fifty a month. We're presenting them a thousand dollar, thousand dollar a month uh, plan. It doesn't fit, right? So no. then our second call is hey, here's this, here are the stages. Here's how we're going to get you to where you need to get to, and so on and so forth. So that's an SOP. If it's anything outside of two calls, we need to have a really, really good reason of why we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Right, because I've given you everything you need. I've given you X, Y, and Z. I've given you the plan. I've given you the phases. I've talked about it. If we're having another conversation, what's the reason? Right. So that specifically, it it reduces mistakes. Right. It improves the efficiency of my sales team and my you know branding team and my planning team, so that they know exactly what there is that they're doing. It also creates a um, it improves communication with our client. Right at the front, we tell them, listen. Our goal is to either have a relationship after two calls or you're just going to realize that we're not for you or we're going to recommend you to somebody else or whatever it is. Whatever happens, it's going to have to happen of two calls. This is how we're going to take these calls. The first call is our discovery. You're going to tell us all of these things we need to know. Mm-hmm. And then the second call, we're going to do this, 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 and this. So it improves that communication so that when the client comes to that call, they know exactly what's about to happen. And at the end of it, it makes us, it makes the system that much stress-free. It makes the system so much easier to follow and use because, well, uh, uh, this this person says this and they can only afford this. Well, the, our systems are X, our price is Y, our value is Z. Mm-hmm. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. So I think those are definitely some of the things that it really needs to be hounded in to make sure that why you need to have that SOP and why it's so helpful and important to have the SOP. You know, I used to hate those companies that when you were buying something online, especially like a service or software, that they wanted to schedule a, a consultation with them versus giving you the price up front. Yeah. But imagine how many like the opportun- how many opportunities you could, could have lost because, you know, not not having the consultation, not understanding the needs of the person on the other side. I mean, I have come sometimes to a place where like, you know, I'll give you an example. I need to replace the tires of my car, right? So I come over there and I looked at some tires online and I thought, okay, this is what I want. And I'll go to the place and say, hey, I just saw these tires online. They're on sale. This is what I want, right? And anybody that doesn't care about winning my business will say, okay, good, easy business, right? The client already did the homework. They know what they want. Mm-hmm. Just swipe the card, sell them, and we stole them, and goodbye, right? 
But when the, somebody comes and says, sure, no problem. Hey, Mr. Garcia, let me ask you this. What, 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 uh, how many miles do you drive every year, right? What, 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 you, what kind of a, you do like smooth, smooth surface, you go out on the countryside. Tell me more about how you use your vehicle mm -hmm. for, right? So then they can help me understand and maybe they say, you know what, maybe those tires are not the ones that you need because these reasons, right? And maybe that you need to buy. So, and again, that's an SOP right there. Like make the client understand why they need to do what they need to do. Mm -hmm. Take a different action. Now that you're not trying to change the client's, you know, mentality on, on what they already wanted it. You're just helping the client understand that maybe there are other solutions that can either cost the same, cost more or cost less. It all depends. Right. No, I mean, I think those are those are definitely huge points. And I think it creates a stability in your business and a predictability in your business because you always know what's going to happen. And then you can you can like we project at different stages. What's the likelihood of people closing because we have an SOP together that says, hey, this is what happens when a lead comes in. A lot of us also don't communicate and have repeat business because we don't have an SOP, mm -hmm. right? And especially in the industry of real estate, it's so transactional that it's so easy to forget. But if you had a plan to follow up with your past clients, the first year you could do, hey, your HVAC is, you know, you should probably, you know, do your HVAC or take a look at them or, you know, hey, this is how you winterize your home to like the person that's five to seven years away that you know are going to be move up buyers, right? They got a home to sell, they got a home to buy. Mm -hmm. Or if it's the downsizers who are trying to leave the house that they're in because you know that like you can put them in different stages and have an SOP for every single person and every single audience. And what that does, is it gives you repeat business. Exactly. It's people that you've already marketed to. It's people that you've already bought your service, bought your, bought your product. Imagine if you use them to continue to keep building and building and building. So you have an SOP when it comes to that. We're going to move on and we're going to talk about how to really create one. There's really five steps to creating an SOP. But before we do that, let's hear a word from our sponsor. My name is Amir Tabrizi, and I am the owner and the chief growth officer here at Agency 270. Agency 270 is a full-service digital marketing team. We focus on search engine optimization, paid ads, your Google business profile, videos, video editing and optimization, posting your videos, social media management, and podcast recording and editing. Why we do what we do is because we want to help you and your message to get out in front of the world. We want to make sure that we're highlighting our clients so that they are the consumer's choice. We do that through the power of digital marketing. Ask yourself this question. If you go onto Google right now and type in your name or type the problem that you solve and you're not coming up as one of the first two, three choices, there's a problem there. You are losing out business to your competitor. Don't settle for next to best. Don't settle for second. Don't settle for third. Let us help you get you to the number one spot on Google. Give me a call today. Go on our website at agency270.com. Send us an email at marketing at agency270 or give us a call 301-310-6148. Again, that's 301-310-6148. Back to our show. All right. Well, welcome back. Um, we've been talking about SOPs. Um, that's P with a Paul, not B with a boy. <laughs> um, but we've been talking about SOPs and kind of the importance behind it. And some of the things we talked about to kind of recap the first, you know, 15, 16 minutes of the conversation is um, why they're important. The, the uh, efficiency that they give you, the 
um, the dependability that they give you, the ease and less overwhelming stress of what's going to happen when I have to bring this person on, that person on, it, it helps, right? Especially if you're onboarding or sales process, we've talked about how much it can actually help to grow your business and to give you repeat business. There are five steps to creating a good SOP. Mm-hmm. Step one, identify the task and processes that you want to document. So you need to sit down and say, okay, what is a task that I need to document? And how, what am I going to go through the process? So I'll give you my example. I sat down and I was like, wait, why are my sales calls so different? I would record my sales calls and go, well, why are they so different? Why is this call and this call and this call so different? Yes, the planning is different. The product is, you know, the service and products are the same, but the planning is around the same thing. But why are they so different? Then I sat down, I listened to those five or six calls and I was like, well, they're different because I'm asking different questions. So I need to identify the task, which was how do I streamline my sales calls to call close really? And then I need to now document the process. So I sat down, I was like, these are the first, you know, these are the questions I'm going to ask on the first call. This is what happens after the first call. And this is the process and Mm -hmm. the systems after the second call. Um, What are some things you would look for in identifying those tasks? Like what would you have told me before I identified, oh my gosh, my sales calls are different. How would you have told me to look at that as a problem versus me having to realize it further down? So the the, the reality is that you need to understand the actions that you have to take behind the scenes, right? Those are the, the, here's the task, but what actions you need to take and based on the action is how you need to develop that protocol that is going to tell you what's going to be the next step. So until you don't understand the actions you need to take, you really don't understand how, what are you, what, what are you going to be creating? So I have a lot of people that said to me, well, Hey Robert, you know, we, we would like to, to create a protocol for, you know, relocation people that moving into an area where we sell yeah. homes and this is what we've done and they just and they just basically what they did is they just detail a series of steps that normally take place it's like okay a phone call comes in we answer the phone we ask these questions so you know they just detail those things but says what are you going to do with all that i mean i get it you have all the data you need but what what is the goal here what are you going trying to do so you need to identify those actions so that way then you can create you can work around the task right so the second step is break down each task or process into individual steps right so again going back to my example the individual tasks uh, i'm sorry the task broken down was my sales calls are different mm-hmm. the outcome is usually here and there it's the same thing but my sales calls are different okay I need to break down every single step of it, which was, okay, the intake happens. What are the questions that are going out of the intake? Am I doing it in person or am I doing it on video? What are the questions I want to ask? So I like mm-hmm. really broke it down. So something that I thought was like, oh, well, it's going to take me five minutes. It was like a three, four hour operation of just like breaking it down. Then you're going to go to step three. So you're going to write down each step in detail, including any relevant information such as tools, equipment, and safety precautions. Safety precautions are essentially, I mean, for, for me specifically, there's no safety precaution. But safety precautions could be relevant to people who are on job sites and so on and so forth. So writing down each step in detail, I, again, my example, I sat down, I wrote down each step in detail. Lead comes in, whether it's through a referral or a read comes in through the website, 
these are the steps I need to take. One, they need to go to my CRM, right? So my right. client relationship management tool. Then there needs to be a task that's set for me. Okay, I need to reach out to this person. Then the next step is, you know, I'm going to reach out. Once I've introduced myself, I'm going to break down what the information is and then give them access to my calendar. Once they put themselves on my calendar, then there's a link that goes out that's a Zoom link. Like you see, I, I mean, I can sit here and draw out the whole process for you, but you see it was that that much of a broken down but, in each step but, in detail. But the action is to set up an appointment. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. You've taken all these steps because the action is to set up an appointment. Now I'm going to put it in real estate terms. So somebody comes through a website, let's just say like an inbound lead, right? They wanted mm -hmm. to know about our house. So, you know, most people, I said, well, you know, a speed to lead. I get it. You got to call this person right away or other real estate agents are going to call this person. But, sure. okay, you make the phone call, you introduce yourself, and then you find out what this person wants. So what do you do with that, right? That's, that is, that's the action. So now you have to build protocols around that. So if you have a good CRM, so the moment you put that information with an, an, an email is being obtained, a good telephone number, the name of the person, then you should have workflows put together that allow you to stay in touch with this person. You have to build the systems around it because, you know, let's be honest. I mean, if you're writing a piece of paper, you're most likely going to lose that thing, right? Yeah. If, yeah you're going to lose that thing. I mean, it, it happens all the time. If I've seen people that take pictures of the lead when it comes online and show me what, the, here are my, show me where your leads are. Well, I only have pictures of the screen when the lead came as an email. And I said, why you didn't write down? I mean, there is power in writing yeah. down information, right? So like, how are you going to remember what this person told you based on a picture? It's like, it doesn't really. So you really have to work the details as a mail says, get all the details of everything that you need to do. Then you can need to understand because now imagine, okay, say now let's just pretend your company is growing. Amir, yeah. so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use your example. Sure, sure. Please, please. And then your, your company is growing at a high level and you are converting a lot of people. And uh -huh. now imagine if there are 10 people like you that are following an SOP for incoming leads. Yeah. And let's say this person now is able to handle, let's say 20 leads a day. Sure. So you have 10 people, that's 200 leads a day versus you only probably able to do, I don't know, 40, 50 on mm -hmm. your own. So a team always outgrows the individual. But the only way that that outgrowth can happen, yeah. it's if the team members have an SOP that it comes from high above. Right. I mean, I mean, you can't you can't have um, you can't have a team if they don't know what they're doing. Right. So if I went in like when we when we hired our first um, when we hired our first person, I I made the mistake of not having an SOP for onboarding and I was struggling. I had to take time out of my day to sit down and onboard this person and show them the tools and show them the systems. And this is how you do this and that. And I after that, I realized, whoa, whoa, whoa I just wasted probably ten thousand dollars in time because I could have been converting leads, putting content out there, so on and so forth. I just cost myself over 10 grand because I didn't have this procedure down, mm -hmm. right? So now when we onboard someone, there's literally three weeks of onboarding that they go through. And it's all, like when you come on and join us, your calendar for the first three weeks you have something every single day, whether it's a call, whether it's something you have to go online and look at, whether it's something that a video you need to look through or the content you need to listen through, whatever it is, you're going to go through that process in three weeks. And then we're going to touch base at the beginning, at the end of the week, just realize where you are in the process. So that's one of the main important things as well. Mm -hmm. But we talked about CRMs and it's kind of outside the whole SOP thing, but I want to give you kind of some, some free tools so you don't have to pay for these. Now I will say, some of these tools are very B2B focused. So in my world, B2B, business to business, perfectly fine. But in Robert Garcia's world, these may not work because you're B2C, right? In the real estate world, it's business to client. 
But the top three that I've actually, I actually kind of like, uh, one is pipe drive. So it's one of the top rated CRM systems, um, for small businesses. The other one is HubSpot, which is what I use. Um, HubSpot does have some free tools in there as well. And then their beginning package, I think is like, like 20 bucks a month. Um, and then the other one is, uh, Monday sales CRM. So monday.com is a project management tool. We use it for our content planning, but they do have a sales CRM. And the other one that I would say it's honorary mentioned that needs to be up there is Salesforce. Now these can get costly if you start to not use them properly, but for the love of everything that's holy, like stop putting your, stop putting your contacts in an Excel sheet. This is just not a place for them to live. You have free tools. Go to HubSpot.com. If you're agents, I think Follow Up Boss is one of the ones we really like. Brivity is one that we like. And some of these have CMS tools, so uh, marketing tools like websites and stuff that's built into them. But that's something that's outside of it. But I wanted to just throw a few of those out there as well. I don't know if there's some other ones you're looking at right now that you wanted to throw out as yeah, well. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, it, it depends on what, how much you want to spend. I will say Follow Up Boss is probably the best right now for uh, several aspects from pricing. For, this is for real estate agents, for pricing, uh, the the tools, you have different pi pi pipelines over there that you can create, the follow-up systems they have, you can te send text messages, make phone calls, mm -hmm. you know, all in one place. That, that That is the other thing is part of your SOP should be that once you have a, identify a CRM you're gonna be using, that the CRM allows you to do all these different things in one place. Because mm -hmm. what happens is sometimes people start investing in different things that they go outside of the day-to-day -day things, and then they have to use this for this and yeah. this for that. And that's when it gets really complicated because you just, just don't want to have data flying all over the place. So there's yeah. another one, others like Insightly, HubSpot, Salesforce, yeah. Top Producer. Um, you know, if you are a realtor and you're really looking for something that it has your website IDX, as well as the CMS and the CRM, I would probably say like a brevity, it is going to be your best bet right yeah. now um, based on, on everything they have. Um, so yeah, th those are my, my takes when it comes to, to tools. Okay, cool. So the next thing is share your SOP with your team and train them on how to use it. If you have an SOP and you have a team, whether it's one person or a thousand people and they have no idea what your SOP is, how are you supposed to be consistent? That's and, and some of you might be like, well, this is a branding podcast. So that's part of your branding. If your people do not know how to specifically talk about your people and like, or I'm sorry, talk about your systems and what should they be doing to help your clients and the steps they need to take. Like if my sales team did not know the two call close or the questions to ask, I'm just leaving it up there. Yeah, I spent all this time putting this stuff together, but what the heck is the point if I am not putting it out there and training my team on it, right? And I think one of the other important things is like review and revise your SOP to ensure that they're clear, concise, and accurate, right? Like talk to your team members. Hey, what is working for you? Talk to your top converting person. Talk to the one that's least converting. Look at your systems. Are they working for these people? If you have a lot of people leaving your team, then your procedures are probably not where they need to be, right? Mm -hmm. If you have a lot of people that are success, successful in your team, then hey, your procedures are working, but you should always be on top of it. Make changes. Don't Change is not a bad thing. Depending on how you take the change, change does not have to be a bad thing. We 
don't change our two call close, but we change the questions sometimes of what we ask mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. because we find that there's like a difference. Like, for example, we used to ask, like, we still do sometimes, like, what's your budget? But then sometimes when we see that the client is a little bit more um, hesitant to give us that number, what we ask is like, oh, what's your annual revenue? They're like, oh, our annual revenue is like 2 million or 1.5 million. And then the, first, the, the SOP for our team is, well, you should be investing around seven and a half to 10% on your marketing. So right off the bat, we qualify and say, okay, well, if you're doing a million and a half or if you're doing a million, would you agree that X is a good amount of money to mm -hmm. spend on your yearly marketing budget? And so they can do the number there and then you have a platform to kind of launch from. So I think that's also another important thing is like review it, revise it, make the changes and then make sure that they're clear, concise and are accurate. Exactly. Yeah. So I think in your world of real estate, Right. And then I guess let's just say the world of sales for you specifically. Um, having that SOP also gives you like a game plan. Like, you know, that if, if like, I'm going to use you as an example, like you make phone calls every morning, mm -hmm. you then move on to your video CMAs and then other ways of, uh, of um, kind of going after your clients and after your database and trying to convert leads. Right. Okay. So, how did you come up with that SOP, right? Like, what did you use to come up with that SOP? What does your SOP look like now? And you can give kind of, excuse me, give us like that brief, brief perspective of it. And then how do you review and revise your SOP when you run into problems or when you need to look at your systems? So, yeah. So the, the, the first thing that the first thing for a real estate agent uh, when it comes to an SOP is time blocking, right? Realtors have to start. That's the first thing for the SOP. You need to do time blocking. You need to put your your priorities. So in, the way I looked at it is in the morning are my activities that brings the most to my business, which it is just being on the phone, talking to people. So I came up with the, the protocol to say, okay, for the first two or three hours in the morning, I'm going to make phone calls. So who am I going to be calling? Okay, here's the here's the list of people I'm going to be calling. What am I going to be talking about? Here are the scripts that I'm going to be you know using. What kind of what, what software I'm going to be using? Here's the software they're going to be using, right? Yeah. So, and then I said, okay, what happens if the software is not working one day? What happens if I cannot pull the data? You mm -hmm. know, what will be Plan B? Okay, Plan B will be you call these people, and then as you're having the having the conversations, is you know what scripts are, are you calling for? Just you know, getting sellers, buyers, current leads. Are you just circle prospecting? What are you doing, right? right. So then I come up with a protocol of those things and I have the dialogues. And then, you know, once I, I reach out to people, then I know what conversations I'm having and I know I'm adding to the database and then I know the timing. Are they going to be less than six months, six to 12, 12 plus, right? right? So then I just keep putting all these things and I am tweaking as I am having conversations, right? Sometimes it's... The issue is my scripts. Maybe I'm not using the right script with the mm -hmm. people, so I have to make a, a change on those things. And then, so as the day goes, then I can look in those things. And then if somebody says, yeah, I'd be interested in a video CMA uh, for you to send me one, then that becomes a task that, yeah. I, won't, that I won't do immediately because I have already a, a commitment of I have blocked my time to make phone calls. So that's going to be, so I have two hours of, of, of callings in the morning and then I have an hour after that, or I take a break in between, and then I have an hour after that of follow-up. So then I know that my SOP says, okay, so if somebody wants a video CMA mm -hmm. of their home, that gets done on that hour of follow-up. But guess what? I may have follow-up from yesterday or the day before or the week before. Now I have to follow up with those people first, and then the person with the video CMA goes after. Then I'll take a break, and then I'll continue to go on yeah. my day about, okay, now do I have showings in the, in the afternoon, like today... 
I have a listing appointment that I, I on purpose have to push it all the way towards the end of the day because I have my commitment to stay faithful to my calls in the morning because that's what your realtor should be doing is connecting with people, making phone calls, adding people to the database, continue to bring value and find ways to solve problems for other people. So those are the things, that's how you create your, your SOP and then you just, you try it and then you see how it works. If it doesn't work for some reason or mm -hmm. something needs to be changed, then you change it next week. Don't change it immediately. You just make a note to yourself that, hey, it, it looks like, you know, I need to make a change to this SOP or maybe I need to do these things. And you continue to do those things. So this is, that's just what I said. I mean, SOPs are habits more than, more yeah. than anything. So, well, let me ask you this. Okay, <clears throat> so I'm an agent and I'm time blocked, right? I know that from three to five every day in the afternoon, I'm following up, okay? 2.58 or 3.58, I get a call from one of the people I called in the morning, mm -hmm. okay? But I'm, I'm in the middle of a task. Like, I know I have to do this, mm -hmm. but at the same time, here's potential business calling. Right. How do you make the decision on what, do you pick up the phone call? Do you send it to voicemail? Do you continue your task or do you push it forward? How do you make that decision? And for a lot of us, you know, you have two kids at home. I have a little one at home. Some people who are looking or watching this or listening to this have kids at home. And so like for me specifically, like I have unnegotiable time, right? Like this time when I get home between that like 545 to like 730, 745, 8 o'clock is non-negotiable. Like that is time with my family. That is time that I have to do certain things. I have certain times that I have to go pick up my son from daycare. Like we we all have non-negotiable times, right? right? Right. Fine. Those times you can let that go to voicemail. It is what it is. But I'm in the middle of a task. How do I choose to follow my SOP or step out of my SOP and do something different? So here's the thing. Once you start changing your SOP, it's when you when you get in trouble. So I will always tell people is just follow your SOP until you're done with your SOP because I'm trying to install a new habit more than anything. Mm -hmm. So go into the to your SOP and then what you can do is if that person to call you, you can send, I mean, you could be on the middle of a phone call. You can send a text message. Hey, I'm in the middle of an appointment of a call. Uh, may I give you a call in the next 10, 15 minutes? And then see what mm. the other person, how the other person replies. Is it, sure, no problem. I'm available. Call me. I was calling you because you called me early. Hey, no problem. I'll give you a call as soon as I'm done with this appointment. Okay. So that way you, you got to give yourself priority when it comes to these things because right. there are activities that are going to make you money. Now, mm -hmm. you know, some people say, well, Robert, but that could be a hot lead. You don't know. You really don't know what is coming uh, with the, for that phone call. It could be or could not be a speed to lead. Yeah. So that's why it's very important to also having your SOP, what happens with interruptions. How do I handle interruptions right. when they are that way? Sometimes people will call the agent and then will send a text message. Hey, I'm right outside of your house right now. I was wondering how much the house is worth. I just called you and left you a message, right? So you got now two touches. So if somebody's giving you two touches, I will say, okay, yeah, that deserves to interrupt your uh, the original SOP and go and attend that person or you do want to reply. But you have to have those standards. That's the thing about real estate agents sometimes is they just, they just feel like, Okay, I, you know, I, I, I don't have a standards. I also have people say you have to have a standards. Like if you're going to tell your wife or your kids or, or your fiance, boyfriend, mm -hmm. that after 8 p.m. you're not going to be in the computer because you're going to be, you know, with this person watching a movie or doing some stuff at home, yeah. stick to it. Stick to it because that is part of installing the habits. Now, you know, if, if I, sometimes I will tell my wife, it's like, hey, you know, I told you we're going to do this, but I really 
there is somebody there. It's going to call me at this time. And I said, yeah. that's the only time I can talk. So I, you know, my dinner time is, it's a non-negotiable. Like at that time, my phone can just ring, ring and ring. And yeah. I don't care. I'm with my kids. I'm talk, chatting with my kids. How was the school? What do you have any homework or stuff like that? But then after that, I can call the person. And listen, one thing we I said earlier in Amira says, it's improves your brand loyalty. Mm-hmm. And if you have SOPs, you are going to have people that are going to be attracted to your brand. Mm-hmm. And if they need to wait five, 10 minutes, they will do that. I'll give you a clear example of brand loyalty through SOP. When the new iPhone comes out, people <laughs> will go outside of the Apple stores and sit. Even if it's in the cold weather, hot yeah. weather, whatever you are located, people will camp the night before yeah. to be the first ones to go. I mean, you're talking of brand loyalty right there. But yeah. how do they bring the brand loyalty? By building devices that make our lives a lot easier, it brings us entertainment, brings us fun, and even allows to buy things online. That's how the only reason they did it. And that is a bunch of SOPs behind an iPhone. An iPhone has millions of SOPs behind when you go and buy it. Absolutely. No, I think that's what becomes the standard or the, the, the kind of the background of it like yes you can you can have diversion plans like you can say hey listen if a hot lead calls me this is what i do and that's something you can build out like we have at this time like you know we both carve out a certain amount of time to produce this content that's non-negotiable i've had many phone calls that have come in we've i mean everything is buzzing and everything else is happening but we know that our commitment is to this and the sop says that there is no diversion during this time However, there are some times I have diversion. Simple. I can, if this call comes in, I know that I can divert, but these are the plans and these are the things of how I'm going to stick back to doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Implementing it is huge. Training your people on it is huge. If you do not have an SOP, we highly recommend you sit down and you just look at the best ways. And, And the best way to start, honestly, is what is your biggest pain point? As a business owner, what's your biggest pain point? Where are what when you when you can't sleep at night and you wake up at two a.m. What's on your mind? Because that's usually the place where it's good to start with your SOP. Hey, I have a stress point. I have a pain point, and this is it for me. For me, it was those sales calls. We are not closing the way we needed to. Why? We're asking different questions. Oh, okay. So now I started to break it down. Right? You'll still wake up in the middle of the night, have thoughts that you're like, "Well, you're, that's just part of being in a business owner." But at least when you have an SOP, you know that something is going to happen. There is no out of sight, out of mind that comes out of it. Mm -hmm. So plan it, follow those tips, follow those tools. If you need anything else from us, if you need to have a conversation, if you want us to even look at your SOPs, you're more than welcome to send that to us. Send that to marketing at agency270.com. We are going to go live um, on 11-8, so November 8th, around 12 o'clock. Eastern time. And I think one of the things we're going to really talk about is how to identify issues going into 2024 when it comes to your business planning, right? So, you know, we'll just, we'll discuss kind of how to plan your business out um, on the live before, which will happen on October 28th. And then on 11, 8, November 8th at 12 o'clock Eastern, we're going to break down kind of addressing the SOPs, how to build the SOPs and to go from there. So if you want to be notified for that, go to agency270.com. And at the bottom of the website, you'll see that our workshops are there and you can just sign up to be notified. Um, That's our episode for today. All about SOPs. Uh, If you don't have one, I strongly, strongly recommend you do build one. If you have a team, ask your team what their pain points are as well. Make it a team event because that will build 
brand loyalty within your company and people will have a sense of ownership and that will make them work that much harder for you. Yep. This has been another episode of the Brand Builder Podcast. We are glad that Robert has decided to join. Robert has decided to join us on a more permanent basis uh, moving forward, and we look forward to bringing you guys more content. Thanks again for your time. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye.